0: If you're selling something, you probably want to sell more of it, whatever it is. If it's an online course, if it's a coaching package, if it's a product or service. Most of us want to sell more of that thing, and how do we do that? That's what I want to talk about today. There are so many aspects to selling, and there's so many styles of selling, so we're not going to get into all of it today. But what I want to give you are three simple but profound questions you need to be able to answer That once you answer these questions and you get clarity on these three questions, you will sell more of whatever you sell guaranteed. So let's jump into it. Welcome back to The Graham Cochran Show, where each week I'm helping you unpack the mindset, strategies, and habits to build a highly profitable and life-giving business. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. pumped to hang out with you today. I hope you're doing well. Uh, let's, Let's dive into the selling part of things, which if you're anything like me, you came into business not from a sales position. Now, if you had the privilege of selling out in the real world for somebody else. And then you started your own business, man, you have a leg up on the rest of us because you already have one of the most valuable skills, which is selling. And selling is a form of communicating. And is probably the most powerful form of communication there is in terms of being able to make money. So lucky you. The rest of us, we had to figure this thing out on our own, and I sucked at selling when I started my first online business, The Recording Revolution. I was trying to write sales copy for my first course, and then I launched memberships and coaching, and I've been doing this stuff online for 14 years, but no one ever taught me how to sell, and I have learned a ton, and I have taken a lot of trainings. I've been coached and seen a lot, but what I thought I could give you today is instead of overwhelming you with a strategy, or a tactic, or even a formula, let's just get to the core of your offer and figure out these three questions. If you can get clarity on these three questions, you're gonna sell more. So please don't be flippant or disregard the questions if they seem simple. Because if you're anything like me or my students, uh, we don't have these questions answered very clearly. We think we do, but we don't, and that's the reason why we're not selling. So we're going to go through all three of them, and then at the end, I want you to kind of tell me, if you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening to the podcast version of this, I want you to answer for yourself which one of those questions do you need to dive in deeper with, maybe all three. So the, the, probably the most important question when it comes to selling you need to answer is, what problem do you solve for people? What problem do you solve for people? This should be easy, but this is not easy. Um, Do you solve the problem of being unhealthy and overweight? Do you solve the problem of being lonely and not having a significant other or a partner? Do you solve the problem of being broke and not having a lot of money? What's funny about those problems is that most people who say what they do or what they're trying to sell, they're trying to sell the solution, and they, they haven't gotten clear on the problem. They're like, oh, I help people make more money, or I help people lose weight, okay? And when people ask, what problem do you solve, that's what they'll say. I it was literally j- just fascinating. I was j- literally just at a, a workshop in Miami, and Pat Quinn, uh, a brilliant guy who was teaching how to put together a... signature talk was talking about, for the signature talk you have to have your problem, clarity on your problem for the talk you're gonna give. And he literally real time asked people in the audience, what problem do you solve in your business? And people would get up and say, I help people have more joy in their life. He's like, that's not a problem. Having more joy is a good thing, that's not a problem. Or I help people figure out their purpose. He's like, figuring out your purpose is not a problem. That's a good thing. And he was making fun of them, but what he was doing was showing, look, you're telling me the solution, you're not telling me the problem what is the opposite of those things what is the actual problem you solve so if you help people have more joy the problem might be you know depression or loneliness or despair if you help people make more money the problem might be lack or being broke or struggling to to pay the bills that's a problem i can't pay my bills that's a problem so You want to get clear on the problem you solve, which we think would be obvious, but sometimes it's not. Um, Three things to think about here. One is, and the most important one, is to use their actual words. Use the customer's words, not you, the expert's words, or the service provider's words. And this is really hard, because the longer you're in this game, the closer you get to this material, the more you learn about it, you start your language changes. You start to use language that your customer would never use. For example, people who help you find your purpose or your calling in life, they will use language on their sales copy, like find your destiny, you know? you know, reach your full potential as a person. Like these are words that normal people don't use. Like the customer's not sitting around one day and saying, gosh, am I really walking in my destiny? Like that's, that's so weird. Like m- normal people don't say that. Uh, you might say that, and you try to say that to sound impressive, but that's not helping you or them. The The more common language you can use, the more real language you can use for what your customer is struggling with in terms of speaking to their problem, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I don't know what I'm meant to do. I don't feel like I'm doing the thing I was put on earth to do. I don't like what I do for a living. I don't know who I am anymore. Like, that's probably more realistic. Does that make sense? So you want to use their actual words. And one way to think about this is what were the words that you used to use about the problem before you found the solution to the problem? If you're the health coach and you used to be overweight and unhealthy, what was the language you were using back when you were unhealthy and overweight? I feel like crap all the time. Can't fit into my pants. I'm embarrassed to put on a bathing suit. Like, I don't know. What language did you use before you found the solution or solved your own problem that language and that clarity and language around the problem you solve if you use that back to them in a sales pitch on a sales copy in a text message in a dm if you're messaging somebody about coaching like that's powerful the reason it's powerful is because they're gonna oh uh uh-huh yep i have that problem yep you've now connected with them on a real level like yep she knows what i'm thinking in my mind yep that's exactly what i'm struggling with so, a lot of people have great solutions. You might have a great solution to someone's problem, but if you're not communicating the problem, you don't know the problem that you solve, you're not using their own words, it's not gonna connect. The second thing is don't confuse your solution for the problem. I alluded to this earlier. You sell the solution, but you never start off with the solution. You always start off with the problem. Good selling always starts off with the problem. You know this when you watch those infomercials or any commercial. Do you struggle with hair loss? Yes. That's a problem. Hair loss is a problem. Are you embarrassed about the way you look when you wear a bathing suit? Yes. Are you feeling like there's too much month at the end of the the paycheck? Right? Like there's (laughs) a Dave Ramsey-ism. Do you feel like there's not enough money to cover all your bills? Yes. Yes, that's me. Lead with the problem because A, pain is what gets people to take action more than pleasure. B, it lets them know that you are know what they're struggling with or not they might go no i don't struggle with hair loss and they'll tune it out but if they do struggle with hair loss they're going to lean in so don't lead with your solution. So you have to be able to com- don't confuse your solution for your problem and then the third thing is and this is just should be real basic but sometimes we get a little lost pick one problem to solve per offer you might be again uh a health coach will use that example and you can help people lose weight and build muscle and feel great and know what to eat when and all that kind of stuff just pick one problem to solve per offer make your offer about solving one problem it will be so much more clear for them to know what it is they're buying, they're buying this solution to this one problem, so much easier for you to sell to them, because there's less confusion. And then it allows you to solve multiple different problems with multiple different offers, you might have a weight loss solution to a weight loss problem, you might have a strength training solution to a strength, you know, weakness problem, you know, you might have um, a, a dieting solution to a I mean that's a weight loss problem, but also just knowing what foods to eat, like healthy eating. Like I don't here's a problem. I don't know what to eat to stay in shape, to fuel my body and lose weight. Your your solution could be a meal plan for the problem of I don't know what to eat or I'm too busy to cook my own food and I don't know how to eat healthy when I'm too busy. That could be the problem. So pick one problem to solve for one offer. Don't confuse your solution for the problem. And use their actual words. This is all under the first question you need to answer. So on a scale of one to 10, how confident do you feel that you could answer the question of the problem that you solve for people? One to 10. Okay, moving on. Question number two. You got to get clear on this. Who is the ideal audience you can solve this problem for? You're clear on the problem help people lose weight. That's the solution. The problem is I'm overweight. That's the problem you can solve, being overweight. Problem you can solve. Tired all the time. Problem you can solve. My kid won't go to sleep. My baby won't go to sleep. Problem you can solve. I'm broke and can't pay my bills. Problem you can solve. I don't know how to record music to sound professional. My my recordings sound like crap, (laughs) right? You're clear on the problem you can solve. Who is the ideal audience you can solve it for. Now this is interesting because there's a lot of people that are gonna have the same problem, but then there's a variety of different people that could come in and solve that problem for a certain group of people better than others. So for example, I can solve the problem of not making enough money to cover my bills, but I can most uniquely and probably most powerfully solve that problem for people who have an online business, who have courses and communities and coaching, podcasters, YouTubers, online creators, social media influencers, I can help those people. I can help all kinds of people make more money, but those people are an ideal audience for me. And that makes sense, right? Because I am from that audience. Usually, the ideal audience for you is the group you have come from. So, going back to the health coach example, just because it's an easy one to understand, If you help people lose weight, and you're a 40-year-old dad, you could probably help dads, middle-aged dads. You call me middle-aged, I guess, by definition. You can help dads aged 30 to 50, that age where they have young kids and they're busy. You can help busy dads of young kids lose weight. You can help anybody lose weight, but you could really, really speak to busy dads very powerfully. In their own words, because guess what? You were or still are a busy dad. Does this make sense? So again, this is the question where people get a little stuck because they're like, well, I don't want to exclude a certain audience. You're not excluding somebody. Anyone's welcome to buy, but you must speak to one audience. You'll lose impact if you don't speak to one audience. It'll be in generalities. Speak profoundly to a group of people that you can most powerfully serve, your ideal person. Speak to that person when you talk about solving their problem and they will buy from you and other people will want to buy from you probably too. But just choose a group of people to serve, serve them powerfully, and your business will thrive. It's just, and it's easier. It's hard for me to sell to everybody. It's a lot easier for me to sell to the people that I can most ideally serve. Does this make sense? That's the second question. Pretty simple, but the more clear you get on this, the more powerful your sales copy will be and the more confident you will be. So on a scale from one to 10, how clear are you on the question, who is the ideal audience you can solve this problem for? Hey, we'll get back to the episode in just a moment, but I wanted to give you a gift for hanging out with me in today's episode. I wanna give you access to a free on-demand video training to teach you how to build your first $1,000 of passive income in just 30 minutes a day. This workshop is packed with not only the things you need to create passive income, but the order in which you need to create them, how they tie together, templates you can use for swipe copy, scripts you can use, the exact tools that are both free and cheap that you can implement and use today, including how to figure out what your profitable idea is if you haven't launched your business. I cover all of this. I pull back the curtain on my business model that I'm using right now while you're enjoying this episode and how I'm generating a million dollars a year plus in two businesses. It's all inside of this workshop and it's free. I want you to watch it because it is the business model I believe in. If you like what you'll see in this workshop, then you will know that what I'm teaching you has got substance and it's a good fit for you. So watch it, take notes and apply it and you can build an online passive income business off of a free video training. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. That's grahamcochran.com slash workshop workshop. Now back to the episode. Third and final question. This is probably my favorite and one that is often overlooked. What is your method for solving it? What is your method for solving it? The most important thing in business is to know what problem you're solving. The second most important thing is who you're solving it for. And then not necessary but like why not do this this will help you sell so much more what is your method by virtue of having a method and telling people about your method to solve their problem it just instills so much confidence in them because they're like oh my gosh there's a method it, this is like something that has been tested this is something that has like it's it's tangible saying i can i can help you lose weight is great but if you're saying I have my proprietary method, that's really, really juicy. And what what does this look like? Well, three things. The first two are really easy to do. One, how many steps does your method have? Just by virtue of having a number of steps, you're gonna sell more because you're like, I have a a seven step process to help you lose weight. I have a three step process to help you losing weight. Their, their, Their mind is already like, wow, it feels concrete. There's seven steps. It's fascinating, right? My book, it's just sitting over there and there's one behind me, the How to Get Paid for What You Know, is a six-step proven plan to take what you know and turn it into an online income stream. By virtue of me telling you there's six steps, your brain's like, what are those six steps? And wow, I, he's going he's gonna to give me a map. This is not going to be a, a vague, like I hope Graham can help me launch an online business. He's got Steps. Do step one, do step two, we love steps. so I feel safer as a consumer knowing you have steps and when you tell me the number, we just freaking love numbers. So how many steps, and come up with a number, you, you probably are doing this instinctively, you probably already know the steps, but if you've never found out the steps, think about what you do to solve the problem, think about what you did to solve your own problem, and then reverse engineer it, how many distinct phases or steps were there, stages even? how many steps and make sure you have those steps. Number two, if you really want to be awesome, give it a name. Give it a name. What is your process? Does it have a name? The name literally doesn't matter. Obviously make it sound juicy, but by virtue of giving it a name, man, you just, like, it's the, it's the silliest thing but when it's got steps and it has a name, it sounds like a thing that exists and people wanna buy a thing that exists. The solution is what they ultimately want to the problem, but it's hard to spend money on, on something that they don't really know what it is. What are they getting? But if you can say, I have my five-step busy dad bod method, like I'm, I'm, I'm sold, like just take my money. That's, that sounds like a thing. <laughs> but you get to make this up. So come up with a name, and, and here's what's so great about this, my friend, is that when you have a method and you have a name, you're going to feel more confident about what you're selling because you're, you're giving them your method. You can even teach some of your method to people. But if they want to buy your course or your coaching so that you could help them implement that method, it's even better. Right? Again, I'll give you an example. I was at this uh, 10X Stages workshop conference. My buddy Pete Vargas was putting it on. Pat Quinn was there. This is fresh on my mind. And they were teaching um, their talk template for your signature talk. And they have a, it's a four-step process. And it's called the Story Braid Framework. They've named it. It has four steps. And it seems like a thing. As opposed to here's, we'll help you write your talk. The fact that they have a method that has steps and has a name Sounds friggin' sweet. I'm in. So, how many steps does your method have? Give it a name. And then this is a bonus one when it comes to your method. Inside of your method, you probably are already doing this, so don't freak out, but develop at least one framework within those steps. It could be part of, it could be one of the steps, and give that a name. Give that a name if there's something you help people do, if there's like a way you help people, let's go back to the health coach, a way you help people um, know what to eat and when to eat. Like, let's say you help people intermittent fast. Well, you could have your own spin on that and, and, and call it something very specific. Give it a name, right? Like, Something that I think about when it comes to helping people with their money. This is a random example. Uh, is, is like I came up with a rule, and I give it a name. I'm not going to tell you the rule because it's something I'm actually like working on right now. But you'll see, you'll see it as I'm putting out some cool content. But it's like I'm trying to teach my girls, for example, how to manage money. And there's nothing new under the sun about managing money. But the way I think about how to know how much to spend on things every month in your budget, let's say. I gave it a new spin with a new name and called it something. So they're like, and I gave, it's a something, something rule. And like, oh my gosh, what's that rule, right? Like if you just call something a thing, it's memorable. It gives people a visual. And again, it screams intentionality. So if you're going back to the health coach, if you had an example where it's like um, your five hour feeding framework or like, your weekend weight loss window like you you just come up with some name you give it some alliteration and like what is that and you're like well this is a process i help men on the weekends know when to eat what window of time to eat on the weekends to like get some extra fat burning like whatever it is i'm making this up again you're taking part of your method you got a method it has steps you give it a name you take part of that method and you give it a name And you mention that in your sales copy or in your presentation or when you're talking to people about the things you help people with and it just makes you sound so freaking legit and it piques curiosity and people love named things and it's a more concrete thing you're offering when you're talking about the problem you solve for the person you solve it for and here's your method to do it. Make sense? So on a scale from one to 10, do you have that question clarified on your method? And if you have a method, do you know the steps? Do you have a name? And do you have at least one framework within that's named? There it is. Those are the three questions. So what problem do you solve? What's the ideal audience you can solve that problem for? And what is your method that you use for solving it? This is going to be real fun for you if you've never done this to sit down and come up with all of that. Because here's the thing. You have it inside of you. If you're already selling a thing, you already have some of this figured out. If you've never sold anything, this is a great place to start. What problem can you uniquely solve for people? And what audience can you uniquely solve it for? And if you were going to solve it, what would be the method by which you would solve it? If you had to break it down into steps, how many would there be? What would you call that method? What would be a fun name that you would feel proud of calling that method? And within that method, is there one step that you could name a certain activity or exercise or strategy or framework within that step. Just by going through that exercise, you will feel so empowered because now you're not just trying to convince someone to give you money. You're offering them this very concrete, tangible thing that you know will help them solve their problem it also gives you clarity on what rooms to avoid what audiences to avoid because you're like i'm only going to speak to this type of person because i can solve their problem you have complete clarity on that you're not even hoping that you can help them you know you can help them because this is your ideal audience you figured that out and you know that they have this problem because most of them do and if they don't and they've already had it solved then great they don't need your help but most of them still have that problem you can help solve it for them and you have a concrete method with which to solve it make sense Okay, if you're watching on YouTube, put in a comment below, which one of these questions do you need to get more clarity on? The most important question, leave a comment below. And if you're just listening to the podcast version of this, you need to answer that for yourself. Which one of those questions do you need to get more clarity on? Problem, audience, method, and then promise me that you'll do it. And then implement it in your next sales pitch, your next webinar, next one-on-one, or update your sales copy to reflect that language. And I bet you're going to get more sales. All right, thanks for hanging out with me today. It was fun. Happy selling, and I'll see you in another episode real soon.